Welcome to this week's episode of A Little Bit Unglamorous. I'm your host, Erica Renee, and welcome back. Took a week off last week. I have just been so chaotically busy with work and life, and I just needed a break. So we're back, and I'm really excited. I feel like the last few weeks I've just been so exhausted. I felt like an absolute mess. So we're here, we're ready, and can we just take a minute for these nails really quick? Because they turned out so much better than I thought I would. This is the first ever time I've actually tried doing two different kinds of colors on each hand and I think they turned out pretty good for the 4th of July. So on one hand I have like a little jelly red and another hand I was doing a chrome. It turned out to be like a blue chrome which was actually an accident <laughs> and it worked out great. I have these like little star charms which look really good which is funny because I saw this picture of inspiration online from this girl that I follow on Instagram, I think her name is Megan Reeves, and she is a lifestyle influencer, and she posted a photo of her nails, kind of something similar to this. I wanted to do it different. I think hers was blue, a different shape, and um, she got hers professionally done. I do my nails myself, and she had the stars on the other hand in blue, and they were painted on, so in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do the same thing, but in red, so... That was kind of the idea went into went into it and so drawing the stars was fairly difficult. I even asked my boyfriend for his help and his stars looked a lot better than mine. However, they both looked like a child drew them on. So I nixed that idea really fast and kind of smeared them off and that's how we got the blue chrome. So that was a complete accident. It looks amazing. And I don't even know why I didn't think of the fact that I have nail art stars that I should have just done from the beginning. Anyway, they look great. I'm really proud. I'm rocking the red lip today for 4th of July, which is tomorrow for me. It would have already happened when you are listening to this, but I got my red lip on. Today we're doing, what is this, Rare Beauty? Selena Gomez in Inspire. I love these lipsticks. It's kind of like a, well, it's called a lip souffle and it's very like a moussey feeling. I was obsessed with these when they first came out. Um, I'm pretty certain that her line is all about inclusivity and I like that her packaging is very easy to open. Um, a lot of her lipstick products have like flat surfaces so they don't roll around when you set them down which is just so thoughtful and some of the tubes have little knobs on the top of them and when it first came out people thought the design was kind of strange but I believe it's for people so it's easier with um, disabilities to open the products and I thought that was really cool so when the when the line launched I bought like almost everything I think I'm wearing her liquid blush today in shade love which is a solid red color and a little goes a long way i'm pretty excited how it turned out so i'm pretty excited to be back i needed a break last week and it's funny because my boyfriend said as long as you keep doing the podcast and i was like of course i'm gonna keep doing the podcast and i'm not gonna lie today 
when I was doing a million things around the house, you know how you just ignore laundry, dishes, and somehow everything just turns into a chaotic mess. So I was running around cleaning up, cleaning up because my background has to look somewhat halfway decent when I film this. I thought for one minute, oh, what if I just didn't film today? I thought to myself, just for a minute, what if I didn't film today? And I knew I'd be so disappointed if I didn't because just having this podcast and putting it out makes me so dang excited. So here I am. Um, I think that having a schedule has really helped me a lot in being productive and getting this out in a timely manner. And something about creating a habit kind of helps you in all aspects of your life and I, what is it? It takes like 30 days to create a new habit, something that I used to be really good at that I have fallen off the train since COVID and I really want to get back into is going to the gym. I used to be so good at that. I would go to the classes. There's a gym very close to me. I could even walk to. And for me, having a gym that I could walk to was easy for me to actually commit to going to. So... That was really big for me. So when COVID hit, all the gyms closed and I have a qualm with 24-hour fitness still because they obviously had to close the gyms, but then they weren't allowing anybody to cancel or pause their memberships for a while, which I don't even know how that's legal, but I was charged and not going, which I don't see how is any different <laughs> from what I'm doing now because I'm being charged and not going because me about four months ago thought I'm gonna get back into this and set my membership back up and I have yet to go I have yet to go I'm very ashamed of that <laughs> and but one thing I will say, though, is a reason why I haven't been back is because I love going to the classes. And ever since COVID, they have canceled the group classes at the specific location that I can walk to. I had a class that I used to love going to. It was called Body Pump. And if you're not familiar, it's it's the Les Mills Body Pump. And they basically do a bunch of weightlifting that's choreographed to music and I love it. It was a really, really good workout and they took that away from the gym that I go to. So now I have to figure out something else. My boyfriend, on the other hand, is really good at he's been getting up lately at four in the morning and going and working out and I could just never have that kind of dedication. I am not a morning person. I don't I don't even think creating that habit for myself would <laughs> help me to be a morning person. For a little bit, I had a job that required me to train on East Coast hours. So it was daylight savings or something. I just remember the time difference being three hours apart at the time. So the most difference you could get between the Vic Standard Time and Eastern Time. So I remember clocking into these trainings. I had to be there at 5 a.m. So I would clock in at 5 a.m., take my lunch around 10 a.m., um, 10 a.m., 9 a.m., something very, it was, I was having breakfast, 
And for a while, I actually felt like, okay, I kind of like getting up early and the whole world is kind of quiet and you you feel like you get so much done. And I actually liked it. And I thought to myself, hmm, maybe I can keep this up after the training is over. Because after the training, you could go back to your specific time zone. And I thought to myself, well, maybe I could just keep these hours. That would be really cool getting off so early. I really enjoyed getting off at 2, 3 o'clock. And I tried to keep it up for a little bit and it didn't work out so well. (laughs) But I must say, when I was getting up early like that, I did feel really productive But because I like to get up and get ready and do a full face of makeup, even though I'm maybe not going anywhere for the day, it just makes me feel set up for my day. It's a whole lot harder. Let me tell you, it's a whole lot harder when you are not a morning person and it's five in the morning. I have two sleeping dogs behind me right now, and I'm actually very surprised they've been asleep all day. The other day we went over to our friend's house who lives over in the Escondido area and they have a property and they have a dog as well so they were running around and I think they're tired out because they've been sleeping all day and usually they yell at me. I always joke that the dogs are my managers and they drive a mean ship. When they want something done, when they want to go out, they want to go out right this second and they don't care if I'm on a phone call in the middle of talking to a very important person absolutely not they will scream at me and (laughs) it is a little awkward I'm not gonna lie but they are the cutest things ever and I was thinking to myself the other day Um, because I live in an apartment, I don't have a yard or anything, which can be kind of a pain when you have to take them out, because sometimes they are very needy, they're very needy little princesses, I love them, they're the cutest, but they are needy, um, and they know, they're really smart too, they know that they can get me to take them outside four times a day if they are annoying enough, um, but sometimes they're good, like today, today I think they just probably... I think my boyfriend let them out earlier this morning and they've been asleep all day. I think they're tuckered out from running around and living their best life yesterday. It was nice and sunny in Escondido. It's been kind of overcast over um, I'm by the beach. It's been kind of overcast here lately, which is a bummer. I'm hopefully for 4th of July, the sun comes out and tomorrow I think... Oh gosh, I'm so excited to have even this afternoon to myself and tomorrow is going to be a much needed day off and I'm not really sure what is in store for tomorrow, but hopefully going to the beach if the sun comes out and then later in the day, I think I'm going to meet up with some of my girlfriends and we're going to do a potluck at one of their houses, watch fireworks from their house. So that'll be a lot of fun. I have to figure out what I'm going to make still. I still envision myself to be someone that is um, a good cook. (laughs) Um, someone that has all the recipes, someone that always brings the tastiest dish, and I haven't quite made it there. To be fair, I don't get a lot of practice, and (laughs) I'm very lucky my boyfriend does most of the cooking, usually, or will go out. 
Um, but I do on occasion cook and I've had some hits. I've had some misses and luckily, <laughs> luckily, whenever they're misses, he tells me they're delicious anyway, even though I know he's lying. For example, I have a story and, <laughs> um, I was just thinking about this the other day. And so the other day I was talking to my boyfriend and we were talking about some of the funny moments that we've had together and um one of them in particular was um we were in Arizona he was out there for work and I was up there with him and I was living my best life at the time um just hanging out while he was at work because his schedule is very chaotic and so I figured being the amazing sweet girlfriend that I am I would make us dinner from when he got home because it was going to be a very late night. And so I like pre-made, I think he had pork chops and some sort of vegetable and I had never made those before, but I figured, hey, it must be kind of like cooking chicken, right? <laughs> so I made them and to be fair, those turned out great. And I figured, okay, with the vegetables, we need another side. And um, he was in one of those extended stay hotels. So it was very limited. Okay, I was working with limited resources, but we did have one of those, um, actually a small kitchen, which was pretty nice and a microwave and all of that and a stovetop. So he had some of those microwave rice packets. And so he comes home. The stuff is almost done. It was like perfect timing. I'm like, oh, babe, yeah, I got dinner almost ready he's like wow it smells so good and I'm like yeah plating the dishes and I'm gonna put some of this microwave rice into the microwave it takes like what 90 seconds and it's done very easy and I put it in the microwave and I'm talking to him and he's like he looks at me and it's one of those moments straight out of a comedy like a tv show and he goes did you vent the rice and I look at him with a blank stare and you hear this explosion <laughs> behind me. The rice, it, the rice packet explodes open because I, you're supposed to cut the rice and vent it. And we're staring at each other. And the moment that happened, we just start cracking up. It was the most perfect timing of anything you could imagine. And it was so ridiculous. But anyway, I've come a decent, I wouldn't say a long way since then, but a decent way. And hopefully tomorrow I can put together something decent and fun for this for the July potluck. So everybody tell me it's delicious. I need some like positive reinforcement here. So <laughs> but to be fair, finger foods tend to be like a little bit easier. Um, I follow all these girls on Instagram and they post these short reels of holiday snacks and treats and stuff and they're usually like the pinterest moms and they always have the funnest cute little finger food ideas so hopefully i could pick something up really quick and do something semi-homemade and it looks impressive so i'm not one of those people that brings those nasty store-bought cookies to the party and <laughs> says so, here you go this is my contribution the last episode i'm pretty sure i was talking about that submarine that went missing so i know this is kind of late news since there wasn't an episode last week but so if you've been following the news that you know that it has since 
been reported that the submarine had imploded and there were no survivors, which is, of course, very tragic. And it's just crazy how much media coverage this small event got. And again, it poses the question, how much money is too much money? You think to yourself, this submarine company it was a privately owned company going back and looking at the videos that the owner of this company posted showing videos of the controller that you could buy at any GameStop. it was a video game controller that supposedly controlled the submarine on bluetooth bluetooth think about that for a second you're you are thousands of feet underwater you think that the connection is going to work um granted they had done i I believe it was 10 other dives that were successful which to me doesn't seem like enough of a success rate for me to risk my life because i don't believe all of those missions had um they went without a hitch And the owner of the company was still himself going on every single trip, which I was listening to another podcast earlier. I listened to Josh Peck's podcast occasionally. I love him. And they were saying that to me does not seem like enough of a that that to me doesn't seem like your company is built up enough if you are still having the owner of that company personally go and escort people on these trips and apparently the submarine the guy is on what so apparently also the guy is on video saying people told me i shouldn't make this submarine out of these materials but here i am i did it anyway it works and i just can't stop thinking about how they aged so badly and granted there are so many memes on the internet which is of course terrible if you are grieving second there was the (laughs) second there was the stepson well okay let's back up one of the passengers on the submarine was only 19 years old apparently he had brought a rubik's cube and a video camera down with him to hopefully solve the rubik's cube faster than anyone ever had under water and wanted to break a Guinness World Record. And that to me is just so terribly sad. And the fact that he and his father collectively spent half a million dollars on these tickets for what was supposed to be a four-hour ride that went tragically wrong. And I just can't help but think how sad that is. Another family member of... I believe it was the stepson of someone that was on the submarine was under pretty heavy fire for his social media activity while his stepfather was still missing, not deemed to be deceased yet. He was still missing and it was it was really in bad taste. If you ask me, he was on Twitter basically saying in one breath. I'm the son of the missing submarine crew member. Please, thoughts and prayers. And then the next tweet would be, (laughs) I believe it was to an OnlyFans girl and Blink-182. 
Apparently, Blink-182 was in San Diego, and I missed them. Side note, I love Blink-182. And I, if you know me, you know I also love Alabama Barker. She is so adorable. But anyway, I digress, looping back. Blink-182, so apparently this stepson of one of the missing, at, at that time, missing submarine passengers was grieving and then suddenly decided he had to go to this Blink-182 concert, and that was his way of grieving. And he was basically tweeting at the band members while he was at the show, which seemed very bizarre to be using your stepdad situation to kind of gain notoriety or just get the attention from the band members. And it just seemed all in very poor taste. Cardi B called him out and it was a strange Twitter debacle between a celebrity and this kid. It never ceases to amaze me what people put up online that is in very poor taste that they don't even think twice about. Another big thing in the news lately, student loan forgiveness. I don't think uh, America's been paying for their student loans for the last, what, three years, maybe more. And finally, the Supreme Court deemed that forgiving them is illegal, not legal, and that payments are going to resume. And I feel like they've said payments are going to resume like three or four times now. And I just have a hard time believing it. (laughs) At this point, the government hasn't been getting any payments for the last three years. And they said, just kidding. Sorry about it. You can keep paying us. I don't ever like to get too political about anything, but I will say the government manages to mess pretty much everything up, even if it's good intentions. So we will see how that pans out. The other day, or actually quite frequently lately, speaking of millennial music i love me a good throwback song and every time i'm in a grocery store i don't know if it's just me but i always think to myself oh my gosh they're playing my jam right now i love this tlc song oh my gosh blink 182 all the small things and then i was thinking to myself wait a second when i was younger walking around the grocery stores with my parents i always thought to myself Why are these songs so dated? Why don't they play anything new and interesting? And then I thought to myself, have I reached that age (laughs) where I'm the demographic now? I'm the the grocery store demographic. I am (laughs) horrified at that thought. Another funny thing, (laughs) now that I'm talking about grocery stores, Um, you know how they have that CCTV footage whenever you walk in of the video cameras and who knows if they're even actually videoing and keeping the footage. Some companies just have their cameras pointed and they don't even tape, which does nothing for anything, but maybe deter some people. But I'm fairly certain if, even if, um, I think anything under a thousand dollars is considered petty theft and it's not worth it for, you know, I'm just going to stop talking. I'm not going to encourage anybody to steal from grocery stores, but back to my story about the CCTV footage. So I am an avid watcher of crime shows, crime podcasts, crime, anything, you name it. I love it. And Every time I go into a grocery store, I think to myself, I look up as I'm walking in and I see myself on the video footage and I always tell my boyfriend, today better not be the day that I go missing because I 
look ugly in that footage. <laughs> I look like a gremlin. If that's the last footage of me that you air on TV for people to say I'm missing, I will not come back. So something else new and bizarre <laughs> that's been in celebrity gossip lately. Billionaires that have too much money, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, have agreed to fight in the cage match together, which is the most strange news that I've ever heard, but I'm very interested by this. For me, it loops back to people that have way too much money and way too much time on their hands because both of these men have all the money in the world they could ever need. Why would they choose to do something like this other than a publicity stunt so what do you think mark zuckerberg elon musk who's your money on apparently mark zuckerberg trains jujitsu or something like that i had no idea but i mean again if i was rich and needed hobbies maybe i would do something like that too but i don't know i feel like my money's on elon <laughs> he he seems scrappy you know I almost forgot the most important celebrity update, Taylor Swift. I feel like I need like a segment, a better segment name for this, my Swift update. So Taylor Swift Speak Now, Taylor's version comes out July 7th, which is this Friday. And I have pre-ordered this vinyl forever ago. I'm very excited for it. There are a few vault songs I have personally not heard of, so I'm pretty stoked for that. Something super random I was watching on Netflix the other day. It's this show with Shailene Woodley, and it's called The Last Love Letter from Your Lover. I was actually re-watching it for a second time, and I was looking at it. I had never realized one of the actors, the man who plays her husband in the show, is Joe Alwyn. <laughs> and I'm looking at it thinking to myself, that man looks familiar. And another random thought I had, <laughs> is it just me or does Joe Alwyn kind of look like Ron Weasley a little bit? Um, anyway, I had never actually seen him in a movie ever, and... <laughs> That's no shade, but I had not. And so I had to Google him immediately. And sure enough, it was him in that movie. I didn't recognize any of the other ones, but I thought that was kind of funny. So Speak Now, Taylor's version is coming out. And although it has been my least favorite of all of her albums, which I love all of her albums, but it was the one that I had least resonated with pretty excited for the next re-recordings that come after this because 1989 reputation those are albums i am obsessed with a lot of people love speak now and they get really upset when i say it's one of my least favorite albums however i do regret saying that she does have some bops i just feel like her writing style has evolved so much that her other albums have just increasingly got so much more amazing so I do regret though she has been on tour quite a few times now what so this would be her fourth tour if her last one she was supposed to have lover fest before COVID canceled it I believe fourth tour um was it speak now reputation fearless eras tour she probably debuted toured but anyway she has been in san diego probably three times on tour and i've never once seen her 
And this tour that I very much want to go to, she is not going to be in San Diego. So I'm traveling all the way to L.A., paying an arm and a leg. But I can say that I have all of my travel itinerary sorted out. I have it all put together and I am so excited. I still have to make my friendship bracelets. I have procrastinated the outfit and everything, but I know that the hotel is booked and I am going and I'm very excited. So as you know, I was sick for quite a long time. Can confirm that eventually you will get better, but I am a strong believer that medicine (laughs) would have gotten me better so much faster and saved me so much pain and suffering. And I also am disappointed to say that I don't have a six pack from how much I was coughing my brains out for the last four, three, four weeks. So, and I even thought to myself at one point, I hope to God that you can't OD on cold medicine because I had at least four packets of Dayquil, NyQuil from the store that I purchased over the amount of time of being sick. So I know that doctors don't want to prescribe medicine if it's not necessary. But if you think about all of the cold medicine that I took over the counter in the span of this four weeks of me being unnecessarily sick, in my opinion, I hope that I still have a liver. So I know last episode I was talking about BB Rexa and fans that throw things at celebrities while they're performing. And recently I saw more of this chaotic nonsense. Someone, and this one almost takes the cake. It's like people try to one up one another and it's outrageous. Pink is performing and someone throws their mom's ashes at her ew her their mom's cremated ashes throws them at pink while she's performing i'm pretty sure some of them got in her mouth what the hell is wrong with people (laughs) that's what i want to know that is so disgusting um i'm pretty sure she had i didn't see what response she had but whatever she said hats off to her because that's freaking disgusting (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> so Tom- <laughs> So sometimes my boyfriend will call me and he'll tell me things. Oh, you should definitely say this in your podcast. And <laughs> he just calls me right now and I didn't get the video footage, but I'm pretty sure I got the audio footage of him telling me on the phone. He just took the dogs out. Um so a little story about our dogs. And I'm sure most dogs are like this, so I don't feel too embarrassed saying this, but one of our girls is a nasty little girl who loves bathroom trash, among other things. Um, And the other night, and this has happened a few times, so we've learned to close the door. And um, the other night, we went out to dinner, came home, um, and my apartment was littered in trash not just trash bathroom trash and if you know where i'm going with this it's the nastiest trash that you can imagine all over my carpets everywhere um i have one of those little um what is it i have one of those little trash cans mini trash cans that you wave your hand over and it opens for you and the lid of the trash can was all over on the side of my 
bedroom and we're thinking to ourselves how the hell did the lid get over there i doubt she picked it up and carried it and left it and my boyfriend goes oh i bet you anything she put her head in the trash it got stuck on her head and she carried it over shook it off into the bedroom (laughs) and anyway so it was disgusting um by far the worst abomination i had ever seen of the dogs making a mess when we were gone and my boyfriend just calls me right now and he says you have to quote me on this you have to say this on your podcast and i I say what and and nothing could prepare me for what he just said and i'm going to tell you (laughs) friends um he says jenna just shit a tampon I'm going to let that marinate with you for a second. (laughs) And I said, no, she did not. He said, oh, yes, she did. And that also leads me to a story about my childhood dog who would eat. And everyone's had, you know, a dog growing up and crazy stories of things they would eat when you're a kid. I had a childhood dog that got into, would eat crayons. Uh, One at one point, eat G.I. Joe's. And when I tell you, they passed whole through her system and came out fully intact. (laughs) If you never want a day in your life to be bored, get a dog. No need to jump in with a kid. Just just get a dog first. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I cannot believe that. (laughs) Anyway, so I will leave you with that story for this week. I hope everybody has a very amazing 4th of July. Personally, I am so excited just to have some time off and spend some time with my friends and loved ones. And you will be listening to this on Wednesday. As always, thank you so much for joining me. You know I love doing this podcast and I appreciate everybody that listens to it, subscribes to it, watches it. Um, Thanks mom and my boyfriend for being my top viewers and listeners. My mom probably rewatches my podcast four or five times every episode. And until next week, I will see you in next week's episode. Bye guys.